All right, bradcooney.com. would like to welcome to the show R&B recording artist Coco Kimmy. What is up? Hey, how's it going? Peace and blessings to you. Peace and blessings to you, too. You know, it's crazy. I look at my calendar. Like, we, we um, I think we were supposed to interview back in May, and then something happened. And, and, and then now it's like in July, we're finally getting to do this. So it's been a long time yes. coming, man, but I'm glad you're here. Yes, I'm excited, too. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into your latest single... I always like to have my listeners hear the artists tell a little bit about themselves, a little bit about your background and how you got into music, stuff like that. Sure. So I started out when I first started walking. Wow. <laughs> I started singing in the church, and uh, that's kind of how I grew up around music in the church and singing in the choir. And then once I got into high school and went off to college, I continued singing in the choir. I sang at the... Um, gospel choir mm-hmm. at the Air Force Academy yep. when I went to college and uh, that's how I continued my my musical journey and then I went off to active duty Air Force and uh, did space operations for uh, about 20 years Wow! before deciding to jump in with both feet back into my, my musical journey. Wow. And so... 2018, uh, I ended up in the DMV area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, yep. and my daughter had asked me why I had never become a professional singer, <laughs> and I thought, that's a strange question, but um, she felt like I was, you know, I had talent, and uh, she just wanted to know, Mommy, why haven't why haven't you uh, pursued that? And I thought about it, and I said, you know what? That's a great idea. I, I left the military. I retired from the military in 2015. And it was because of her question that challenged me to take a different path. And so at that time, I decided, okay, I'm going to pursue singing in a local R&B band. So I mm. sang in the Chocolate Factory band. Yeah, I saw that. And That's another, cool. <laughs> yeah, and another band called the N2N. Yep. And um, in 2020, February, when everything, you know, kind of shut down yeah. due to the pandemic, I decided, okay, well, I'm going to take a songwriting class and become a songwriter. And that was my initial thoughts um, at the time. And one thing led to another, and I said, okay, well, we're just going to go for it. (laughs) I love that. Um, First and foremost, thank you for your service. Um, Thank you. It's an honor. I'm also a veteran myself. I served in the Navy. Nice. uh, Thank you for your service. Well, I appreciate you very much, and um, God bless our troops. You know, it's just uh, wonderful, wonderful people. All right. So let's move on to your to your single shine. First of all, I actually agree with your daughter. You do have talent. I listened to the song and it just made me feel good. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, that's that's exactly what I intended was to send out positive vibes. Yeah, we went through a lot in 2020. It was yeah. kind of a shock to the system, Facts. I think, for everyone around the world, you know, mm-hmm. wondering, well, what, you know, what's going on? What's next? A lot of uncertainty. But um, 
that was the nemesis of why I wrote that song because I felt like, you know, what do you say to people? Mm. You know, um, there's a lot of people who lost family members, you yeah. know, myself included. Yeah, me as well. And yeah, and it's, you know, we share this collective experience. And in a time where you really don't know what to say, you know, that's where I sat down and, and just took time with myself and thought, well, what can I say that would be positive and encouraging to people mm -hmm. to just keep going, you know, in the face of uncertainty, just keep going. Mm. Keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, and, and everyone was blessed with talents. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just finding out what your talent is and pursuing that and sharing your gifts, you know, with the world to help each other to get through this. Yeah, music's such a universal medicine, you know? Yes. It's like every culture, every um, geographic location in the world, as far as back as time goes, had music. That's the one thing about the human species that's universal. Like, every culture yes. had music of some form. Yeah, sound has healing properties. Facts. It really does. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I listen to the song, and it's just one of those songs that just kind of takes you off. It kind of like makes you forget about the stresses of the day, and um, you know, before you know it, you see your foot wagging to it. Like my mama used to do that. <laughs> my mom used to when her when I saw her foot sh shaking, I knew she was into a song. You know, when I saw that foot moving. I guess that's genetics. Maybe I got the same thing. <laughs> but that was awesome. Exactly. Yep. So, what about a video? Have you shot a video for the song? I am working on a video for this song, nice. and that should be out by next month. Yes, I'm working on a visual for that. And what about the that production is. side of it? Because um, it was really well produced, too, actually. Well, so you would be surprised to know that, you know, everything was closed, right? That's facts, yeah. <laughs> All the studios were closed. There was really no place to go. And uh, so I, I actually started <laughs> Googling. Uh, I love it. So you did that? Equipment on Amazon. <laughs> that is exactly. freaking awesome. Yes. So I recorded that in my <laughs> in my house, in my closet, in my closet. Unbelievable. And, uh, Your daughter is so yeah. right. You are talented. <laughs> Thank you. And so, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's pretty I mean, cool, I'm man. I'm gonna be transparent, okay? I'm gonna be very transparent. Well, you know, I appreciate you being transparent, but I, I was like a hundred percent serious when I said the production was good. I mean, I was like, so for you to be a, a one-woman show on that, that's pretty freaking cool, man. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, you know, with GarageBand, and then um, I got with a sound engineer, and actually, I have a friend, um, Dre Zimmer from Taurus Beats, who provided me with the beat. Yeah. And uh, I did the melody and the lyrics and, you know, made it sound how I wanted it to sound and then sent it off to a sound engineer. And uh, he mixed and mastered it for me so that we could get it to radio quality. And yeah. Off we went. Now, speaking of beats, as a songwriter, do you, when you write a song, do you, ha do you have it um, in your head? Like when you get the lyrics down, do you hear a melody in your head or do you need to hear a beat first and then work around the beat? So typically, I, well, you know, it, inspiration comes in many different forms. Mm -hmm. So for this particular song, um, I wrote it, I wrote the words first 
and then came up with a melody, and then the um, Dre Zimmer matched it with a beat. Okay. So, but I've I've created a couple different songs which you'll hear uh, coming up <laughs> throughout the year. I'll be releasing more music, and you know, it just depends on what state of mind I'm in, what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'll hear an instrumental, a random instrumental, and that'll spark creativity for me to create a melody. Hmm. Um, so it just, you know, it, it varies. It really does. It varies. Have you dropped the single Be Strong yet, or is that still in the works? No, that is still in the works, and uh, it is finished. However, I decided to change it up. I'm ah. going to release a song called Triggered, and the reason I changed it up is because it's summertime. I wanted something that was a little more upbeat, mm -hmm. and also... I am trying to see if I can get this song synced up with the show Insecure. It's an HBO series okay. by Lisa Ray. The season four finale was so amazing that it actually inspired me to write a song. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to change it up. You know, there's no rules to this, right? You make the rules. So Especially if you're the songwriter. It's your, your, your show. <laughs> It is exactly. your show. So, You're the boss. Yes, so Triggered will be released next month. Interesting. Can you tell us what the song's about? Like what's sure. like Triggered? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it is an upbeat R&B song with a little bit of samba. Ah, cool. Um, sprinkled in there. Yep. So I want to change it up a little bit. And the song is about... Like I said, the season four finale of Insecure, where there was two um, stars, you know, a male and a female, and they've been seeing each other on and off, uh -huh. Lawrence and Issa, they've been seeing each other on and off, and finally they get back together, and it seems like everything's going great, she's thinking about moving with him to another city, and then... He finds out that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant. Uh-oh. So he drops that bomb on her, and it's like, oh, wow. Oh, man. Ooh, how are we going to deal with this? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it triggered an emotion in me. Because, yep. you know, we go through a lot of different things in our relationships throughout life. And uh, that show triggered something in me when, mm -hmm. when I saw that and I thought man that's that's an interesting uh, dynamic and you know perspective that I'd like to write about yeah and um, you know as we you know you talked about how you're in the Navy yeah and you know we have our military service in common and if we think just think about the word triggered you know there's a lot of things that happen in our life where it triggers an emotion yeah you know whether it's you know soldiers that have ptsd or you know within the black and brown community you know every time there's another police shooting yeah you know, there's it triggers an emotion and so the theme triggered is really universal um and can really you know i think a lot of people can think about things that they've experienced in their life mm. um, where it triggers an emotion but it's an upbeat song. I didn't want to make it a sad song. No, it's it good. It's really song, good. Something you can rock with, dance to. And uh, I threw the samba part in there to kind of 
show how sometimes, you know, you sit and simmer and think about things. You might be angry and really upset. Yeah. And um, people have different ways of coping and uh, getting your mind to shift and take you to another place. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted to achieve by changing up the genres within the same song. I so. like that, man. You know, when you were talking about the police shootings, um, I interviewed a hip-hop artist, oh, it's probably been a few months back now, and he's working on a song called De-Escalate. Mm. And I'm like, I'm just like itching for it to come out. I'm like, I've been waiting. Um, yes. But he's writing about, he's writing precisely about how law enforcement need to be trained better on de-escalating a situation um, rather yes. than letting it get to a, you know, boiling point where everybody loses their cool and then, then people end up getting killed. So that was yes. that popped in my head when you brought up that um, point about police shootings, and I'm right there with yeah. you. I'm right there with you 100. Um, percent Rest in peace, Mr. George Floyd, and yes. um, I'm glad we got some prosecutions out of that. And, yes. Um, and what I, you know, what I wanted to focus on was not just the fact that it triggers an emotion, but that when that happens to you that you know we can think about some wellness things yeah to incorporate into our life to kind of help us shift our mood and refocus on something positive yeah um, and so when you hear the song you'll hear in the chorus i you know i throw some things in there that i do <laughs> yeah. to you know help my help reset the vibe right you know <laughs> it's really focus on some positivity you know what's really cool because trigger can go both ways you can be triggered to be irritated at something then you can be triggered as a positive emotion as well right and there's a there's a song by brian adams have you heard of brian adams a singer yes so he's got a song called summer 69 and okay. that song for like 30 years now every time i hear it it brings me back to the that this girl I had a crush on and it was actually my first year in the navy and it's amazing how a song could, could like put a snapshot in your head like yes. one song can just can just bring you back to certain memories and that's the power of music again absolutely you know? and you know what's interesting that you say that you know i wrote I wrote a series of songs throughout 2020, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm, you know, releasing this year. And so Triggered was one of them, and that show, Insecure on HBO, was like one of the things that was my escape yeah. <laughs> from all of the chaos yep. and the things that were going on in the world, you know, the, the you know, injustice and, you know, the pandemic and you know, being at home for an extended period of time, you know, yeah. that was my escape. Yeah, man. And, you know, like I said, I wanted to write a song that not only focuses on the fact that we all get triggered um, when certain things happen in our life, certain experiences that have happened in the past, but to also make note that we can do things to kind of help us stay centered and balanced mm -hmm. and bring you know positivity into the situation to help us continue to move forward yeah because that's really you know what it's about 100 percent 100 percent um one of the things that caught my eye when i was reading about you is um your piano playing um i love it when i see singers and artists that can play instruments also 
Um, I don't knock solo singers at all. There's some singers that just sing. That's it. And that's beautiful. But for me personally, I love it when I see a singer who also can play instruments. So one of the things that I have not been able to really master is piano playing. I've dabbled with it a little bit. Okay. I've been playing guitar for 35 years, so I can play guitar. But piano playing is is something I haven't conquered, but I've flirted around with it a little bit. But I haven't really mastered it. Maybe it's just because I haven't put the time in. I don't know. All right, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have confidence in you. You can do it. My mother was a... You can do anything you set your mind to. You can do it. <laughs> My mother was a brilliant accordion player. Oh, wow. Awesome. And I have it. My mom passed away many, many years ago. But I have her accordion still. And I actually broke that thing out and dusted it off. And I tried to play it. And I okay. put it and I put it down like within 20 seconds. <laughs> I was like, there's so many things you have to be doing it with at the same time. And I was like, Mom, I didn't realize it was this hard. Seriously, my mother was just a whiz at it. I was like, geez. Whole new appreciation. It sounds like you had the, the musical genius in your genes. Got it from my mom. I mean, I definitely got it from my mom because she was a really fantastic. In fact, I'm not even half as good as my mother. Um, but I definitely got my musical you know, inclination from her from, for sure. Okay, that's awesome. You should try it. You should try it. Well, I have dabbled with keyboards, and I can do like little, like little things. But like as far as playing full songs and two hand stuff, that's that's that'll take some time. I don't even I don't know if I have that time in my life at this point. But I sure appreciate a good piano player. Well, thank you. I start. You know, my mom started me playing piano when man, I was probably about five or six years old. Wow. Um, because my, my great uncle had a piano in his house. We went to visit and I was just kind of dibbling, dabbling on the piano. And, and he told my mom, you know, she can play by ear. <laughs> I think you should get her some lessons, you know, yeah, yeah. it would just, you know, things I would hear on the radio or music I would hear in church and I would just try and play it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she got me music less, um, piano lessons. And so I played, Probably until I was about 14. Wow. So almost 10 years. Yeah. And then at that point, I said, oh, man, I started becoming a teenager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to have, yeah, <laughs> wanted to man. have long nails, you know. Yeah. And um, I mostly played classical music. Wow. That's what she, the teacher that, that, she, um, that she matched me up with was a classical uh, piano instructor. So... I like that, and I know that's a challenge, and it's hard, and people really love that. But I wanted to play, you know, different genres, Mm -hmm. and um, so I played a little bit of gospel, and uh, but then, you know, I got in my rebellious stage, and oh yeah, so I'm not cutting my nails. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not cutting my nails. Yeah, my piano teacher would hate hearing my my nails click clacking on the piano. Yeah. So at that point, I said, okay, I'm going to sing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want to keep my long And then she transitioned to singing right then and there because of the nails. Exactly. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, I right. and dabbled in a couple different instruments. Yeah. Um, but I think piano was the one that I stuck with the longest. <laughs> That's great. I envy that. I envy you. That's good stuff, man. Um, Thank you. All right, so let's talk about your musical influences, and then and then I guess we can start wrapping this up. But I, before yeah. before we let you go, I'll definitely give you a chance to tell everybody where they can get your music. But before we get there, talk about your musical influences. Now I know you talk about church a lot, 
And I'm going to guess one. I might be wrong. I'm going to guess that that Whitney Houston might be one of your influences. Am I right or wrong? Yes. She actually grew up like 10 minutes from my house. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. (laughs) Yes, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yes, Erica Badu. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TLC. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) SWV. Yeah, I love... So your '80s and '90s, like me, I like I like, I'm, 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 I love the '80s and '90s music a lot. Yes, a lot. Yes, Aaliyah, Missy yeah. Elliott. Oh my gosh, yes, they're my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. one of my favorite, if not my favorite. In fact, let me let me retract what I just said. My favorite rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, without oh, a shadow of a doubt, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Super Bowl, New York Giants, Buffalo Bills. Just an yeah. absolute masterpiece by Whitney Houston. And like a lot of people try to like sing it yeah. to her the way she did it. And the big difference is a few people, like I think Jennifer Hudson is probably the only one that's in the same universe, in my opinion. Right. And I've seen other singers struggle to get like kind of close to where Whitney was, but Whitney was so effortless. She was. It the was talent terrible. was scary. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And I hope to one day see, you know, at the NBA oh, finals man. or All-Star Game yeah. or even the Super Bowl. A hundred percent. And like you said a little while ago, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Yes. That'd be awesome. So I'm bouncing you know, that right. And as a child, though, you know, I was exposed to a lot of different music. Mm-hmm. Um, my... My mom really loved James Brown. Like that was oh cool, <laughs> her, yeah, her favorite. And my dad listened to uh, uh, country. Uh, you know, oh wow, that was, cool. That was his thing. Yeah. country and blues. Oh nice, yeah. <laughs> that was his thing. So I got exposed to you, you did know, an eclectic mix. Yep, I'll, I'm, I'm a big blues fan myself. Really okay. love, love, love. Well, I live in Mississippi now, like the home of the blues. Um, I'm from New York originally, but I moved here about 21 years ago in Mississippi, and I just, the blues, is, this is pretty much where the blues was born, was Mississippi, nice. so love it. Exactly. All right, um, let's go with one more thing. I want to hear what your goals are, and we're almost, I guess, I guess we're halfway through 2021 already. Where do you want to be like one year from now? What do you want to get done? Well, by the end of this year, I plan to release my first album. Nice. <laughs> and um, next year, I plan to have the second one rolled out. I, I've wow. already finished the song. <laughs> I've already finished the songs. Yeah. It's just working on, you know, some of the other things that go along with it. Yeah. Videos and all that good stuff. So. Yes, I hope to be next year on my second album, and I'd like to perform for Black Girls Rock and at the Essence Festival. Yeah. Um, I would love to have the opportunity to do those things. Well, I would love for you to succeed and hope it happened for you. I really do. So. Well, thank you so much. Well, I really, really enjoyed this this little interview, and um, you're a delight, and you're very, thank very you. talented. So I want you to keep keep going. Keep doing your thing. Enjoy life. Thanks again so much for your service to our country. And let's let the people out there know where they can follow you and get your music and follow you on social media and stuff like that. Yeah, so on Instagram, you can follow me on Coco Kimmy. On Twitter, Coco Kimmy1. And on Facebook, Kim Moncrief. 
and it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks You're for welcome. the love that you've given me tonight. I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. And want to get you back on. We'll get you back on once you got some new stuff you want to talk about, okay? Okay, awesome. And everybody go check out Shine. There it is. Do it. Okay, have a good night. All right, peace and blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.